Warning, the following podcast contains strong language which some listeners may find offensive. The Untitled Wrestling Podcast is on all the usual social media outlets. Do your bit to support us on Facebook and YouTube at Untitled Wrestling Podcast, Twitter, Twitch and Discord at Untitled Rest Pod. Give us a like, share, subscribe and join our flourishing community of not just wrestling fans, but gamers, podcasters, musicians and more. Is that noise then? It was probably someone's car on outside. We've got the window up. It's still it threw, absolutely threw me off. Keep that in. <laughs> Hello, welcome to the news podcast. My name is Jay. My co-anchor Troy is on holiday, so I'm joined by the man on the street, Big Tasty. How are you, Big you Tasty? Literally, you can literally hear the streets. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> How's things, mate? You're uh, right. Yeah, not bad, not bad. Warming up yeah. for, uh, for all out later. I've got I'm, I'm, I'm on the Pepsi, obviously. You're on the Pepsi Max Cherry. I see there. That's what. Um, yeah, Pepsi. It's Pepsi with a twist, mate, because it's Pepsi twist. Ah, oh, I see what you did there. I'm I'm on the uh, the old Black Mass coffee. Nice. In memoriam of Lee Johnson, after getting murdered on rampage, sent to the natural Hades. Yes. Um. After having his eyes crossed and paying the ferryman. Turned on um, switch. Turned on switch this morning. The only game on there now is Hades. Everything else is gone. He's fractured the Lee Johnson verse. Um, yeah, should, should we get into it? Because obviously it's a big weekend in wrestling and there's a shit ton of news. Yeah, there's a lot to be getting on. And because we delayed the news two days, there's even more fucking news now. It's, like, which, like, it, it's weird. It like, just doesn't stop. It's like it, it just stop on a Friday. Who, who knew? Yeah, they, they were popping off big news yesterday, big news today. Um, <clears throat> so let's get into it with some WWE news first. Um an interesting bit, as Paige says that her WWE contract is up in June 2022. On a recent Twitch stream, the former Divas champion said a deal was up in less than a year. When asked about how Twitch could be worked into a deal, uh, she said, my contract's up in June ne- next year. Who knows if they would want to give me a new contract? Who's to say they would want to? If they did, I'd love to have Twitch in the contract, she said. Um, this is noteworthy because um, Paige signed a multi-year deal in 2019. And uh, PW Insider ran a story that said it was uh, running through to the end of 2023. Obviously, so interesting. So, shorter. Well, that's like either four years or three years. And it's there's a, obviously, I know a lot of AW contracts are coming up next year, but they are three year contracts with an option of a fourth year. So I don't know if it's the same sort of deal. Yeah, possibly. Uh, what, um, does, what does Paige currently do in WWE? You should produce it. Um, no, she. Literally, just whenever they need it to be like on like a panel or something, they get her on it, right? Like on pre shows and stuff like that. Um, I mean, that begs the point, would they in, in, in this era of Nick Khan led budget cuts? Is that the type of person they're looking to keep around? It's a horrible thing. Well, it's one of them, isn't it? Like when when people get injured on WWE's watch, and obviously she got like a career and threatened injury on their watch, um, they generally tend to try and look after that person to a degree. Yeah. Um, and you'd like to think they would continue. And uh, I just wish they'd find more of her to do. I well, think I mean... deserves to be more involved in the world of wrestling, I think. She's... Yeah, she, she was really good in the role of GM on SmackDown when they decided to just abolish all the GMs. It was like, well, why would, why would you take Paige off when she was doing a really good fucking job? Yeah. Um, and 
She was good as um, Asuka and Kyrie Sane's manager for a bit until he turned on her. Uh, interestingly, she has been working towards a return to the ring. Um, bring her back to the UK. Bring her, bring her back to the UK. You can page turn and Sid Scarlett into oblivion and take his job. Yeah. Um, yeah, she, she seems she seems to be um, trying to get cleared for a return to the ring. Um, obviously, like... Yeah, she, did post, she posted something, didn't she, about like working towards coming back. Yeah. Uh, you look at guys like Edge and how long it took him to get cleared from that neck injury. Yeah, but you, no, nothing's impossible. Like you look at like Edge and Daniel Bryan and you know, oh yeah, no people, I, who I have, think... people who are said to be done and like they made they able yeah. to come back, weren't they? So I just think more the timetable of it. Yeah, uh, maybe you don't know how long this has been going for, do you? Uh, she got injured in twenty eighteen, I think. Yeah, I mean, you don't know how long she's been like on the way back. Oh yeah, yeah. I see what you mean. Yeah, but I'm. I'm yeah, I, I suppose it's, it's been almost four years. Yeah. So that not anything's possible. Um, yeah, I, I mean the, the most important thing is that she's all right because obviously, like that was a it was a very severe injury. She came back from that in said injury and then almost immediately ranged the neck. Yeah. Which is that that and that's what I'm, like more what I'm trying to like get across. Like I don't want to see a rush back just because she wants to wrestle. I'd rather like her take her time because she didn't rush back, but she clearly like wasn't a hundred percent when she came back, and then end up making the injury worse. But yeah, yeah, yeah. Either yeah, way, just, it's good to see her. So hope she gets what she like, what she wants out of yeah. this, and she's able to to come back safely. That'd be great. Yes, sir. Yeah. Um. Absolutely. Absolutely. All right. Next up, we have reports that WWE Hall of Famer and all-around AEW title presenter Brett the Hitman Hart has partnered with Romero Distilling Co. as a spokesperson for their award-winning range of rum. Troy definitely put this in here, didn't he? This is a Troy story. I put, the, I put this in <laughs> thinking Troy was going to be doing the news with us. <laughs> this, is designed, this is designed to just pop Troy, this entire I literally, story. I literally only put this story in because I thought that'll get Troy excited. And we might end up ordering a bottle of the Bret Hart rum if they do one. Yeah. Just to uh, just to try it, which I thought, well, I'm, I'm always open to some drinking. Keep it, uh, keep it, yeah. keep it out for it, yeah. Yeah, Romero Distilling Company, I believe, are from Calgary as well, so... All right, okay, so it's, a, it's got like, a bit of a connection there. Yeah, they wanted, like, a, a big local name and they went for the best there is, the best there was, and the best there ever will be. I mean, yeah, we can't do... Go a lot worse than Bret Hart. Yeah, um, in... in in Bret Hart related news I'm hoping that the fact that Punk had the Montreal Screwjob shirt on on uh, Rampage is an indicator that he's going to bring back his awesome Bret Hart gear that he had what if he just puts Darby in the Anaconda device Tony Carver runs up and rings the bell oh that'd be so good <laughs> I'd actually I'd actually pop for that like crazy that'd be <laughs> wild um, <clears throat> moving on this was one that broke yesterday Um Dave Meltzer of the Wrestling Observer is reporting that Gable Stevenson has signed a contract with WWE, obviously gold medal winning wrestler uh, in the Olympics this year. New Kurt uh, Angle, top wrestler. Yeah, he's also Brock Lesnar's training partner. Oh, right, okay. I, like Brock mentored them and trained them um, in preparation for the Olympics. So, you know, and he's from the same he's from the same university as Brock Lesnar, the did, university of Minnesota. He didn't five a single person at the Olympics. No, that's bullshit, isn't it? Um, 
didn't even win it with a broken freaking neck. I know, it's not, even worth, not, not even worth it, mate. I mean, to be fair, like I've I've watched like an interview with Gable Stevenson, and he seems like he's really got like his head screwed on when it comes to wrestling, and he seems like he what he knows what he wants, and yeah, very very interesting guy. Um, this is a very good sign. Uh, no additional details were given in regards to a start date or whether Gable will return to the University of Minnesota for his senior year. Um, Stevenson tweeted out yesterday afternoon, uh, just put pen to paper. Dot, dot, dot. It didn't, say, uh, it didn't expressly say what, but obviously it, it's, been it didn't. By, it's been confirmed by numerous sources now that this is a WWE um, reference. Yeah, it's, it, well, it, it's interesting because he's he'd been in talks with WWE and he'd been in talks with UFC. Yeah, but then his brother signed it, with WWE as well. Which his brother, well, his brother had been signed by WWE for ages, but yeah. they only announced it this week, which we'll get to in a bit. Um, but yeah, I mean, I mean, he's friends with Paul Heyman, he's friends with Brock. He, he's absolutely signed for WWE, hasn't he? Yeah. Just add them to the bloodline. Have him in like as a heavy foot for Roman. That'd be awesome. Uh, yeah, so next up, we've got Asuka apparently revealed on Twitter that she finally has new teeth after uh, Shayna kicked her front tooth out February, August, September. That's a long ass way for some teeth. Um, yeah. She also posted a photo where she appeared to be wearing an arm brace, but there's been no word on any nature of any arm. She hasn't been on TV for a while, has she? No, she was off TV, and one of the deity sheets. Um reported that she that creative just didn't have anything for her and she like responded and went this is bollocks like this this isn't the case at all uh you don't you don't know what you're talking about was it ringside uh, news by any chance probably because it sounds like doesn't it um what ringside news joins the conclusions <laughs> nah I, I think it may have been ringside news actually um let's uh, let's go with that let's just say <laughs> let's just say it definitely was yeah um <clears throat> but yeah, she um, she she basically said, "Yeah, you don't know why I'm a, I'm away." Um, and then she posted that picture, uh, of her in the dentist, and she had like a big brace on her arm, like on her elbow. It was, it was a bit like when um Eddie Guerrero dislocated his elbow. And he had like that big brace thing on his elbow. Yeah. Um. So yeah, hopefully, hopefully, speedy recovery for Asuka. Um. Indeed. Uh, moving on, WWE is planning on repackaging Keith Lee. Uh, in an update, the Wrestling Observer reported that uh, Lee is being brought to Raw and SmackDown for dark matches because officials are trying to change his style and give him a new character. They also want him to practice more in front of fans. It's been reported how Lee has played um, the role of a heel in some of the recent dark matches. Regarding the aforementioned character change, it was reported by WrestlingNews.co that... Um, WWE chairman and CEO Vince McMahon has considered turning Lee into a monster heel for main roster. Is, is Keith Lee some sort of like experiment to see how much they can piss off fans and still like I, make money? Like, it's like how, much, how, how much how much can we fuck with this guy that you really want? They're, they're, li- they're literally like acting as if as if Keith's like not this beloved guy and he's not an amazing wrestler and he doesn't know how to work the crowd when in reality he's he's literally the ready-made article like you could li- literally you could start a company tomorrow and have Keith Lee as your top guy and I think you'd do alright yeah imagine a world where Keith Lee has to practice more yeah even Marie gets to be on pay-per-views 
I don't like that world. Well, that's it's the world we're fucking living in. <laughs> Thanks a lot, Sunshine. That being said, I think Keith's gonna like. I mean, he'll do he'll do fine. Like, I just whatever role they give him, he's gonna do well. In. I just want Keith Lee to, again. I just want Keith Lee to have a nice time because he's a really cool guy and he deserves to not be fucked with. If it means we get to see Keith Lee just spirit bombing the soul out of people's bodies all the time, I'm, I'm down for it. Yeah. Still bad murder on, on like, I don't know, who does no one care about? Right, so next, just killed just Jinder. Killed, legitimately killed Jinder Mahal. <laughs> um, right, so next up, uh, Game Biz has reported that WWE Japan has been dissolved. Uh, so the quote is, it turns out that WWE Japan GK has been dissolved. This was on September 1st. All employees, meaning investors, agreed. It was revealed that the public notice of dissolution was published in the government bulletin dated on September 2nd. So W Japan was a Japanese corporation established by American professional wrestling organization WWE. It was running a Japan tournament, but the WWE Live Japan scheduled for July 2nd to 4th this year was cancelled. Obviously, this has probably all been exacerbated by the, sort of the COVID situation in Japan, which is still not great. No, it's really not. Um, <laughs> It's, it, it's, it is also important to note, quite sadly, that apparently up to 100 employees have been made redundant um, as a result I of this. Wonder, I wonder if that means Kairi Sane's a free agent because she was working for WWE Japan. She, she got transferred to WWE yeah, Japan. Yeah, I don't know what happened to her. There's no there's no word on, on Kairi Sane's future and, and all of this. Um, so I don't know if she was... If she, that, exciting. Well, don't know if she's like exempt or whether she was like under license from WWE main and just like lent over there where the contract was with WWE Japan I, I don't know what the situation is I think she because she transferred there because she wanted to move back to Japan yeah Um, I don't know if she's like actually retired or if she's just she just wanted to like be an ambassador maybe who knows Um, but it'd be intri- intriguing it, I think the big kicker there is that um, they were going to run a tournament because that would that would allude that NXT Japan was closer than we thought yeah, but um, no, you don't know what the fuck's going on with all that. Yeah, <laughs> that's like literally. Well, no, um, the conspiracy is definitely a seeing to that, isn't it? Yeah. Um, moving on. See, speaking of a uh, speaking of uh, bad things, uh, pair wrestle votes Goldberg versus Lashley two will indeed take place at Crown Jewel in Saudi Arabia on October the twenty first. Perfect, because now I don't need to watch it. It's fine. I wouldn't have been watching it anyway. Um, it's it's weird like the Saudi shows because they're just all like it, it is like bizarre land, isn't it like yeah. weird it <laughs> happens on it it's just like we're just gonna like pause what we're doing for um for the storylines and we're just gonna let some like mad rich wrestling band just book his own card yeah well then excuse me they've had the universe title change there twice so it's still canonical yeah well yeah but at the same time it's like in um Storylines. It's like an episodic TV where they just like totally don't reference what happened last week on television. It's just like just something totally different, and everyone pretends it's fine. Um, yeah. Don't worry about it. And the whole thing's got an air of like, what if Tony Khan was evil? <laughs> yeah. Well, good old Tony Khan. Um, speaking of things that are probably going to happen in Saudi Arabia. Um, WWE has also trademarked the name Queen's Crown Tournament for the rumoured Queen of the Ring Tournament, which is a very subtle way of saying that probably Charlotte's going to win. Yeah, especially if... I mean, obviously, she's the women's champion right now. Swerve, what if it's Shayna? What if she's the queen they're talking about? The Queen of Spades. 
I'd, yeah. I'd be, to be fair, I would be fucking down for Shayna winning her. But Which Vince, means absolutely but, not going to happen. No, because Vince has forgotten she existed. She's just the, the person who Nia Jax has to beat up when she splits the tag team. Yeah. Well, well unless she starts shooting from the hip on Charlotte Flair. <laughs> what if what if the final is just Charlotte and Nia having a, a shoot fight? Which I didn't actually put in the news, but in regards to that, apparently it was um, it was they worked themselves into a shoot. They wanted to do a work shoot. And then they actually started shooting on each other. So, are you telling me that they literally worked a work and worked themselves into a shoot? According to Devon Dudley, yes. So that Hulk Hogan tweet has finally come to pass. So basically, they were going to do a work shoot to make it look more le- like legit, which is what Meltzer said. And Devon Dudley, Devon Dudley, come out and said, "Well, they had like a little thing that did actually happen in the ring. They did settle it, which you, you saw." Which was when they were like just slapping the piss out of each other. Is that when Nia just dropped Charlotte on her head? Well, no, that that was like the work shoot part, and then right, and then Charlotte actually slapping the piss out of Nia was like, it's like the, where the they worked shoot. themselves into a shoot, apparently. Yeah. And then that bit where Nia, Nia just like walks away from the ropes and like fucks up Charlotte's timing, and then Charlotte just jumps on her shoulders. And it's like, oh, Jesus Christ, what's yeah. going on? That, that forearm Nia that's a rear as well was upset. Yeah, I saw that. Um, <clears throat> moving on. Some huge news for um, the immediate future of WrestleMania. After the reception of the last two years, WrestleMania being split up into two nights, Fightful has learned that the working plan internally, as of last week, was for WrestleMania 38 in Arlington, Texas, to also be split up into two nights. Thank God. This is Um, good news, yeah. The shows are scheduled for Saturday the the 2nd and Sunday the 3rd of April. As long as things hold up, it'll be the first two-night WrestleMania in front of a full crowd. As cliche, uh, as cliche as plans change may be, they do. So nothing is official until the company announces themselves up until a few days before the Allegiant Stadium was announced as the SummerSlam venue. There were several within WWE still pushing for other cities and venues. Um, so, yeah, this, uh, this is just a working idea. It's not not been... Yeah, as with, as with all yet. of this, like, nothing is official until they announce it. There's always a chance that someone might change their mind. Yeah. Second and, like, the the, the audience of one. Um, and uh, the reception from the roster for uh, a two-night WrestleMania has been unanimously positive, which uh, Fightful said they'll have more on yeah, soon. More people get on the card, you know, more people have WrestleMania moments. Um, yeah, and also the fans aren't fatigued. And uh, yeah, as someone who's staring down a four-hour pay-per-view later tonight. <laughs> yeah, but the, the, it's weird, isn't it? Because the difference between AEW and... Like whenever whenever AEW do your pay uses, they don't overstay the welcome. Well, they only do, like do four a year, don't they? So. Yeah, exactly. So it, like when it's a longer form show, it's fine because for them because they're only doing four a year. Whereas WWE do like a pay per view monthly, one every four weeks or something stupid like that. Yeah, yeah. And until until like the pandemic, some of those pay views were going like four or five hours. And it was just bullshit filler. WrestleMania was the worst thing. It was the worst corporate hit. Because you were having like a five-hour main show plus like a one-hour or two-hour pre-show for sometimes on Mania. Yeah. By the main event, fans were there for seven hours. They just don't give a fuck anymore. They don't want to cheer for anyone. No. Like when Becky won the title and it should have been a massive moment. Everyone was just knackered. Yeah. I'm thinking about how how am I going to get home? This show was like really overrun. Um, And yeah, uh, I... As things stand, 
uh, many people internally have been given the plans of a two-night show. So, so it, looks things... like it's, it looks like it's definitely on the on the cards, unless barring barring a drastic change of opinion. Yeah, I mean, the other thing is, if with all these cuts, are they going to even have a roster to do a two-night mania? Try Triple H going to six minutes there, aren't <laughs> Triple H or an eight? Just, just, just go an hour. Go an hour. Just do everything, dude. Uh, so moving on to NXT news now. Um, You've got a bit of audio issues there, but audio. Oh, I'm yeah. a bit close to my face. Is that better? No, it's still like quite like choppy. And now it's cut out. What's that? Can you hear me? No. Can't hear you. <laughs> You, are you serious? Can you actually hear me up? I, I can now. Okay. I couldn't I couldn't actually hear you for a sec. Right. Kind of Hopefully it's all gone better. Right. There we go. like a bit. It's it's it sounds like there's wind or something near you. All right. I don't know if you I don't know if your headset's like brushing your ear or if it's not pl- it's not plugged in properly, maybe. No, it should be fine. Oh no, now you're fine. Now you're oh, maybe maybe my connection got a bit loose. There we go. Yeah. Uh, anyway, moving on. Um so NXT news in an update on Adam Cole's WWE status. Um, obviously, Adam Cole currently the hottest free agent in wrestling. Um, Fightful Select posted. He's the, absolutely showing up tonight. <laughs> Fightful Select posted the quote: "Adam Cole's WWE contract expired last Friday. That's not like this Friday has gone. It was the week before. Uh, and we have confirmed with sources within the WWE that he has not resigned with the company. He is now 100% a free agent." Uh, WWE sources also indicated that Cole is expected to field offers and that he was not at SmackDown last Friday and was not meeting with Vince McMahon as many had suspected when he cancelled his Friday live stream. Obviously, he, he he didn't give a reason for that. He just said something could come up. He had to, to take a, it was something important until he cancelled the stream. Um, go crazy with Tony Khan. Yeah, t- Uncle Tony was on the phone. <laughs> the Brett wanted him to meet Uncle Tony. The books come around to his house to hand deliver his contract. <laughs> There's a seance. <laughs> I'm dressed as Ghostbusters just fucking where the contract comes out the fucking ghost pack just pops out um, Fife will also learn some interesting notes about the talks he did have so according to those in WWE Adam Cole had made it clear well ahead of his contract even expiring in July so that was the original end date not, not the, the sort of extra bit he was working that he was not willing to give up on his Twitch account as many other wrestlers have been asked to do so uh, the WWE source we spoke to on the matter called it non-negotiable for him and said that even higher-ups weren't excited to talk to him about it in general because they didn't have much leverage on the situation. And that was before they knew that his contract was expiring. I remember very famously Cole's contract sort of flew under the radar and everyone just forgot that it was expiring. Yeah, like it was. this kind of fell in in the same week as like the CM Punk and Daniel Bryan to AEW News like came out that Adam Cole's was also, which I mean, as far as fucking... As far as big things for AW, like they could have like the triple threat right there of Punk, Brian, and Cole all debuting in like the same same, like in the same in the same calendar month. You could have entering debuts of CM Punk, Brian Brian Danielson, and Adam Cole. Yeah, which is wild. Um, I I I I absolutely think he's going to debut tonight. Do you? No. No. I think. If, Bri- if Brian's tonight, I think Cole is New York. Yeah. It's the biggest ever crowd in New York. That's true. But, yeah. 
because Brian was meant to debut in New York, wasn't he? But they brought it forward because they were worried about. Apparently, they brought it forward because they were worried about COVID, like numbers yep. and restrictions. Um, so I think Cole is like the, the backup surprise for New York if, if they have to do Brian. Bray's Bray definitely showing up at full gear, isn't he? Again, we. I, I couldn't. Uh, it's. Yeah. I, 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 I try. So, I'm, try, I'm trying not to think about it. I get too excited, and then I can't deal with it. So yeah, we'll we'll, we'll get we'll we'll deep dive into the uh, some AW news in a moment. Uh, we've got still got some NXT. Well, we've got a lot of NXT news because there's a lot going on. It's interesting though that like nobody in WWE seems to have the power or willingness to talk about Twitch availability. Well, it's it's more that like they obviously put that stupid, ridiculous mandate in place to take the Twitch channels off their independent contractors. Yeah. Um, which, realistically, they haven't got, like, a legal leg to stand on with that. No. If someone says... if so, Like, and it, they've they've allowed people to kind of resume their Twitch. Like, Zelina Vega got released for it. And then when she got re-signed, she went, well, I'm still going to do Twitch. Well, no, and they were like, hey. She said the bad word, mate. She did, and then she deleted that tweet. <laughs> uh, but yeah, um, and Paige as well. They were trying to take her Twitch offer, and then obviously, because it's like pretty much all she's got to keep her sane at the moment. She's like, she was like, well, no, because this is like literally. She's she's not an on her talent at the moment, is she? So what, what's what's the problem? Yeah, but um, yeah, it's it's certainly interesting, especially because they. Like, they didn't give a shit about NXT talent doing Twitch, but then... Uh, it's also interesting to note, this is not here, but um, last week, while Adam Cole was streaming, one of his, like, big-time followers donated $150,000 worth of gifted subs. Jesus. That's insane. Yeah. So, for, you have an idea of what Twitch is for Adam Cole, how was, big it is, how big a part of his, his career is. Was that, um, was that user's name T-Khan? <laughs> it's coming in for a T-Con in Jacksonville, one hundred fifty thousand dollars in gifted subs. Yeah, was was that was that uh, was that username Tony Elite? <laughs> it was a K Omega. <laughs> I don't know who that could be. Could be anyone. <laughs> this was all this with, was... with those um, with those one hundred fifty thousand dollars young bucks. <laughs> Jesus Christ! It's off a of sea roads. I don't don't know who that could be. That could be anyone. <laughs> <laughs> It, it came with like this, just like weird, like transfer of a tattoo as well. There's a play to neck. He said, "Put this tattoo <laughs> on your neck." Yeah, I don't know why. Um, <laughs> no, it's worth it. It's a beautifully like last week. While like there was all the speculation that he might debut on Raw if he signed a new deal, and he was just sat at home streaming like Nazada because he's a top lad. I love him. He's a good egg. He's yeah. one of the good guys. Love Adam Cole. Um, well, from a guy who's left NXT to. Six new signings announced on the 30th of August. Um, Quick, how are we going to replace Adam Cole? Are there, well, any, other, are there, are there any other resources <laughs> we can sign? Well, you're in luck, friend. Um, so it's interesting that they they talk about... Um, they talk they refer to them instead of wrestlers as athletes, which obviously they, they were saying uh, they want to go away from hiring independent wrestlers, if you will. Indeed, um, I believe. In indie wrestlers, if you will, was what Nick Khan, the evil genius, well, not genius, the evil, the evil sort of dictator in Nick Khan said. He said, none of, uh, them, none of them vanilla spot monkeys. I want big horses. I don't want no vanilla midgets. I mean, they literally said that. They literally said they used the yeah. N word. They literally used the N word in a press release and like an internal memo for the company. Yeah. <laughs> they said, we only want to sign people over six foot and under 30. 
Um, and well, kind of he... sucks to be sucks to be true, then, doesn't it? <laughs> oh, it's great. He's, he's going to be so angry about that. Um, <laughs> so yeah, um, they say six athletes reported to for training today at the WWE Performance Center in Orlando, Florida. Um, to begin their journey to WWE superstardom. So, I mean, you say their journey to WWE superstardom, what you really mean is your journey to getting released and going to Impact. Yeah, um, pretty much. <laughs> or MLW. Or MLW, um, yeah. The new class of recruits features second-generation superstars, including a member of the legendary Anawai family, um, as well as standouts from football, gymnastics, and amateur wrestling. Uh, and then this is the six. So, Minneapolis's Bobby Stevenson, the brother of 2020 Olympic gold medalist Gable Stevenson, stands six feet tall, and weighs 220 pounds. He is, he, a- is he actually six foot, or is he wrestling six foot? Like he's, he's actual six foot. He's, he built like a brick shit. That was, I mean, the, 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 you must have just like you must have like had to fudge the line a bit to like they, you know they they have like um they, they have like a sort of a measuring the little Mickey Mouse like you must be this tall <laughs> to enter. <laughs> yeah. It's just a cartoon, Vince. It's Vince <laughs> from Camp WWE. You must be this tall to sign for NXT. Um, I mean, either that or they've just got big bed waiting for them when they get in, seeing as the new NXT logo looks like the Sesame Street logo. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, Bobby Stevenson, the brother of 2020, uh, blah, blah, uh, he wrestled at the University of Minnesota, the same alma mater as his brother, former world champion Brock Lesnar and Raw superstar Shelton Benjamin. Remember him? Um 20-year-old Ben Buchanan is a former Alabama State High School wrestling champion from Ranborn, Alabama. He was undefeated in the 285-pound weight class during 2019 and 2020 season. The six-foot-four, 250-pounder is also the son of former WWE tag champion Bull Buchanan. So would this make him be cubed? It would. It would, mate. I, I, I just hope he can do a vertical leap like his dad. So is is um is Cena getting the band back together? I I want him and who who looks like the big boss man. That's not JD Drake because he's in AEW. <laughs> um, Joe you want, Gacy, you Joe, or Josh Briggs. Josh Briggs looks a bit like the big boss man. You want that get to come back to you? Uh, yeah, get him and Josh Briggs in swap <laughs> in swap vests. Being they, like they, they can go to a OVW and terrorize us now. Yeah, exactly. Um, moving on, Brady Booker comes to the Performance Center from the world of college football, having played middle linebacker at the University of South Dakota. Also, a skilled archer, the 21-year-old hails from LaSalle, Illinois, stands six foot three and weighs 245 pounds. Land of the Giants, baby. Um, Jessica Woynilko is a 21-year-old gymnast, bodybuilder, and CrossFit fit athlete uh, from Prior Lake, Minnesota. As a gymnast, she specialized in tumbling and trampoline, competing on the 2016 U.S. national team. And fine, oh, not finally, sorry. Uh, Joseph Fatu of Las Vegas is the younger brother of SmackDown Tag Team Champions Jimmy and Jey Uso, and son of WWE Hall of Famer Rikishi. Beyond being a member of one of the sports entertainment's most decorated families, the six foot two, 240 pounder also played football in college. And finally. 23-year-old Joshua Dawkins of DeBarry, Florida, is the latest trainee at WWE Hall of Famer Devon Dudley um, to be signed to the WWE Performance Center. The six-foot-one recruit is also the nephew of NBA legend Daryl Dawkins. Um, so yeah, a lot of a lot of big meaty men there. Yeah, a lot of uh, a lot of athletes, a lot of Olympians, yeah. not a lot of wrestling experience <laughs> in there, but 
I mean, you've got you've got a, a Fatu and you've got two amateur wrestles. Yeah. So, you know, there's some. There's uh, some. Yeah, fair play. Um, so, okay, so moving on. Uh, WWE are being apparently very tight-lipped in regards to the NXT rebrand. Uh, FIFA Select posted, quote, word of an NXT rebranding and new presentation and look are true, as WWE President Nick Khan told BT Sports. However, it doesn't appear as if many talent within the company have been told much about the rebranding effort. Several NXT talent knew there was fire where there was smoke, but even top talent on the brand is being kept in the dark as to what that specifically entails. WWE is remaining very tight-lipped about the details of NXT's future look and branding moving forward on that regard. One talent said they could tell some changes were coming to the CWC venue itself as it was being taken apart, with the ring area mentioned as something that was being adjusted. Uh, yeah, there was, there was a couple of like blueprints that come out, wasn't there? Yeah, there was like... I, I, thought, honestly, I, I honestly thought they were like... A meme when someone posted them. Yeah, it's it's literally like so. Obviously, the CWC is like dark, dingy. It looks like an underground fight club. It, it's very Triple H. Um, and these pictures, it's white. It, like the walls are white, the seats are white. The entrance is like it looks like the dynamite entrance, but a lot smaller. Yeah. Um, the sort of. There's like tiers of seats that are like circled around the ring, and um, it looks like there's no barricade either. Yeah. Um. Yeah, it's, it's very, very interesting. Um. It looks different, but at the same time, it also kind of it also looks a bit shite. It yeah, it looks like it's literally a wrestling kids show. Yeah. Uh, Bring back Patch Patch up, they bring him out. We'll get him on it. They were cowards. <laughs> um, I add into this, uh, it was also reported by Wrestling Observers Brian Alvarez that Vince McMahon and Bruce Pritchard will be producing NXT with Dave Meltzer later adding that McMahon and Pritchard will be behind the big decisions, not the little ones, and will be behind marketing, promotion, and direction. Their role in booking may only be regarding those at the top. Fightful spoken to numerous talent in NXT who have not yet been informed of such a decision and are effectively left in the dark on that news. Um, they said those that we spoke to have said they didn't know it was Vince or Bruce at the recent set of tapings. However, influential producer Jamie Noble has been said to be in, around the performance centre much more as of late. Um, and uh, talent has, however, been told that Bruce Pritchard will, will be at the performance centre this weekend. Not all talent um, has been mandated to be there for that. So apparently, Brother Love had like a meeting at the performance center yesterday. Yeah, um, come out about that. And in a follow up to this, um, and also an update. <clears throat> but Melter again sort of confirmed this. Melter noted that McMahon and Pritchard will not be executive producing on NXT and will only handle like the big picture aspects, as as reported by Brian Alvarez. Uh, the situation apparently is a fluid one, with many in NXT not knowing the full situation. So obviously, things can always change. However, the important thing to notice is this does mean apparently a significant loss of power for Triple H. So we don't know who's in in terms of power. All we know is that Triple H is basically out. Yeah. What are you in it? Yeah, I mean, it doesn't bode fantastically, does it? Um, as if we also picked it up on this? Um, I think I'd probably throw it in here. It's also worth noting that although no names have been mentioned, it's also been reported that there is a, quote, chopping block. 
Yeah. <clears throat> several long-term older NXT names are, are reportedly being lined up for, for the chop. Yeah. Um, again, it's it's frightening times. Um, Sad Gargano noises. Sad Champa noises. Yeah. Maybe that's why I wrote uh, Toothless Tim off uh, TV, but then he, he's got a good look, so probably not. Um, also, the new NXT logo was designed by Kevin Dunn, apparently. To the surprise of absolutely nobody. Fuck me. Uh, <laughs> final, um, well, I say finally, uh, the last, there's two like more little bits on this. Um, WrestleMotes tweeted that after talking to sources regarding NXT, the day-to-day operation isn't changing that drastically. Still very much in the hands of Triple H, Trip, HBK, Regal, Bloom, etc. I, I assume that's the training side of things. Yeah. Um, however, the look of the weekly TV product will have a Vince and Coast stamp on it. I expect it to be stu- subtle to start, dot, 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 then. So, yeah, um, basically, it's just, it's, everyone seems to expect Vince to kind of go full control freak over this, don't they? And be like, no, this is my baby now, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Which is sad. Yeah, so it's good to see, obviously, Triple H, HBK, Regal, Bloom. Obviously, it's, it's important to remember that NXT is much more than just the show that you're seeing on a Tuesday night. It, it is the entire sort of developmental process at the Performance Center. It takes people from literally walking in the door to being television ready. And obviously, yeah. there's going to be a lot, there's a lot of people involved in that. You never, you, know, you never see Matt Bloom on telly, but it's important to know that he is always there and he's always involved in the training and, and the sort of development of these human talents. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of reassuring in a way to know that that process is remaining. Uh, which is quite nice because yeah. NXT has produced, you know, some great talent over the over the years and through the tutelage of these people. Yeah, I, I think it's important that they do keep that same training team in place because there is a lot of people like on main roster. Like you've just got to look at like someone like Rick Boogs. Yeah, who's a fine wrestler. He's not he's not amazing, but he's definitely like built a built a character, and he's now on main roster doing like. Well, basically, the tag team was Shinsuke Nakamura. Yeah. Um, so, moving on from there. Um, but last little bit for NXT. Fightful has reached out to numerous WWE sources about the NXT production being handled by Vince and Bruce, and it was effectively denied. One source very close to the situation said, quote, don't believe everything you hear. Several others did confirm that Bruce Pritchard is stated for the Saturday visit, so that would have been yesterday, to the Performance Centre, but the talent isn't mandated to be there, and some aren't even sure what the nature of the visit is. So it's not like a, a company-wide reaching thing. And Faithful said they would le- work to learn more details of the trip. In the moments, this published in this article, an additional WWE source that works closely with both doubted that either man would have the time capabilities to take on NXT duties. So... Basically, no one knows what's happening with NXT. Is, is the takeaway from from this week's um, yeah, just kind of WWE have gone. Oh, we need to change this. It got beaten in the Wednesday night wars. We need to change it. <clears throat> and yeah, it's I, I'm. It's one of those things like we were talking about it on the NXT review this week. Me and Aaron, um, Ryan had asked us if we're still going to watch when it's like the new version of NXT and. Of course, we're going to give it a go. Um, I'm just a little bit sceptical of how well they're going to pull it off. Yeah, watch when they're, when they're making Parker Budo run up the steps, down and chug a soda. <laughs> oh, shit, that's not going to happen, surely. <laughs> We've got Bronson Rex Steiner fucking keg run. <laughs> cutting Steiner math promos. Yeah, so it's going, to be, it's going to be 
interesting or a little bit concerning to sort of see what NXT becomes over the next sort of two to three months, I'd imagine. Now that they've betrayed everyone they've ever loved and pushed them all away. <laughs> Jesus. Speaking <laughs> of speaking of the, the land of Judas, Chris Judas. Chris Judas's wrestling circus. Let's talk about some <laughs> AW. Um so speaking to uh, Joseph Stas Stas well, speaking to Joe S from New York Post. Um, Joseph Stasweski. Stasesqui. That that works. Um CM Punk uh, commented on the possibility of AJ Lee returning to the ring uh, and he said I just want to say no, just because of her neck. Uh, the reason she stopped wrestling is because of her neck. She's got a bad neck, you know. I wouldn't want her to jeopardize her health, and neither would she. So we'll just put an end to that rumor right now. So Fair. wrestling-wise, we're not going to see AJ. That's a shame because she's an awesome wrestler, but health comes first. Um, it, it'd be interesting to see her, though, like maybe just showing up. It'd be cool to see. I, I assume she's probably going to be in the crowd tonight. She'll definitely, we'll definitely see her at least backstage. You know, don't really imagine like, not yeah. even if not officially on TV in an official capacity. It'd be nice if they just like, she might pop up on a BTA or, or a vlog or something like that. It, yeah, even even if they just had a like on a Vox pop talking about punk coming back. Yeah. They, like, you've got to assume like AW seems to like be really like leaning into this whole last dance thing. You've got to assume like they're probably going to do a documentary on punk coming back. Yeah, um, but it's been such a massive undertaking, hasn't it, to, to, to land him? So you'd like to think that yeah. they would want to make a big deal out of it and sort of yeah promote it. Yeah, absolutely. Yep. So next up, we're going to some all out news. Quite a bit of all out news, actually. Um, yeah. So first of all, Tony Khan announced on Twitter that the women's casino battle royale have been added to the all out main card. Uh, this was due to travel issues preventing Pac from making it to the show to wrestle Andrade, as uh, was advertised. So that has been pushed to next week's Rampage, being the 10th of December. Um, and so as the Women's Battle Royale has moved up, we have added Jurassic Express and Best Friends versus the HFO to the buy-in. Uh, as, yeah, that'll be, I mean, it'll be really fun. It's, 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 I was we said this on the AW podcast. I, I think Youth is going to get the pin. I, this is my exact. This was my yeah because he literally has this this gimmick that he never wins with his finish. Yeah, and so I think now is his time. Um, it's really handy they have this like storyline ready to just slot in. Also worth noting um, that Andrade has been on Twitter teasing a match against a mystery opponent. However, AEW no one from AEW has confirmed any of this. Tony hasn't commented on it, but Sammy Guevara did. So mm. we'll see what happens there. I'd I'd be down for Andrade versus Sammy. Woo intensifies. For sure, women's hentai. He's absolutely <laughs> makes it up showing up. Absolutely. Um, speaking of the women's battle royal, uh, Julia Hart has been ruled out of the women's battle royal after being attacked by Nyla Rose and Jay Cargill on last night's episode of Dark. Um, no word if this is simply a storyline or if it's covering up a real life injury she may have sustained. Um, her replacement was announced as Sky Blue, a local wrestler from the Chicago area who competed against Red Velvet on the sh- on the same show. And uh, Tony Khan came out after like she was like walking back. Um, and you, just, you just come out and he's like, "Do you want to be in the battle royal?" Yeah, because you are. <laughs> <laughs> that was it. In like his sort of weird, it, awkward Tony Khan way. Yeah, at least at least he didn't like get really excited and start squeaking like he did when he was talking about Giannis. What's his face from the Milwaukee Bucks? Yeah. That was, cool. That was I mean, so she she's been on a few shows this week, uh, like she's on Dark Elevation. Obviously, I'll take Chicago. Wasn't she on Empower as well? Possibly. But she that. she got big pops uh, off the crowd. 
she was getting really cheered against Red Velvet in her match as well. Uh, she's a big local favourite by the local things. Um, he looks pretty good. I watched her match. Yeah, her uh, match against Velvet was really, 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 really fun. Um, she looked pretty decent. Yeah. Uh, speaking about people making their debuts, well, maybe not. Um, on this week's episode of Dynamite, Dr. Britt Baker, DMD, noted that she had a huge free agent news with a, a bit of a, a sort of inside nod to the fact that her boyfriend, Adam Cole, was a hot free agent. Uh, during the segment, Britt revealed that it was actually her who had signed the new contract with AW. Um, and apparently, speaking to AEW sources, Fightful was told this is actually true and that Britt has, in fact, signed an extension with the company. Nice. Yeah, nice. Good, stuff. Good, good shit. Lock it down. That, yeah, like, she's literally the fucking best thing they've got for me at the moment. Um, as far as the women's division goes, um, she's, just, she's just excellent. She's, she's it, It's cool as well, like we were talking about, um... Uh, oh, Sky Sky Blue was on the pre-show of uh, of Empire, by the way. Oh, cool. Um, yeah, it, it's it's cool. Like we were talking on uh, NXT UK this week about seeing people like kind of develop and grow in front of you, and I, how it's like a cool like feeling. I think that's definitely why like people are kind of so endeared to like people like Brit and Darby because they've seen them grow and yeah. Jungle Boy, they've seen them grow before their eyes like week by week. Um, and yeah. Very, very well deserved. Obviously, uh, we were talking about before the AW contracts. A lot of the day one ones are sort of coming up next year, aren't they? Um, yeah. And obviously, Brit was a day one signing. Um, and I can't wait for a, a boyfriend to show up tonight as well. Baby, baby. Um, should should we talk about the rest of the world? Because there's fucking loads there's going a on. Fair whack in there, yeah. There is indeed. Um. So Fightful has confirmed via an Impact source that AC Romero has requested his release from Impact Wrestling. Um, he hadn't been used since April, since April, and um, nearly faced hospitalization due to COVID nineteen in early May. Uh, he'd been teaming with Larry D of Triple uh, XL before being taken off TV, and Fightful confirmed with Impact sources last month that both Romero and Larry were still under contract, and Romero was on a pay per appearance deal. Um, he is healthy and he's wrestled several limitless wrestling shows in Maine over the past few weeks. Um, he looks good. AC Romero has lost a shit ton of weight. Oh, um, since he was it was it all in or was it um, the first casino battle royal he was in? He was in the first. I think it was the first casino battle royal. Yeah. Yeah. He's he's like literally. He, he looks like he's dropped like about hundred pounds. He looks oh, good. Fair play. Yeah. Um, a guy that size as well, moving the way he does is. Very impressive. Yeah, I think. he's always been an impressive uh, competitor in the ring. He's always been, you know, above. He's always been a bit better than his size. Yes. Yeah, I, I think I think he'll uh, he'll land on his feet just fine and probably fine. Yeah, but it's nice. He's going to get that. He's going to get that impact rub on the Indies now, and he'll get you know slightly yeah and, and, and sort of bits and bobs. Wouldn't be surprised if we see him pop up on Dark or something like that. Yeah, he might get a little, little Dark match here and there. Maybe maybe an um, maybe an NWA as well. Yeah, yeah. Good, good, good on him. I mean, it sucks that he's not been on TV, and it's, it doubly sucks that you you got got bad got a COVID bad by the sound of it um, in May. Yeah. So hopefully, you know, he's, you can put this all behind him, and yeah, hopefully, he's on the up and up. So absolutely, it's good, it's good to see. A bit of sad news to report. Um, Shannon Spruill, known to wrestling fans as Daphne Younger, uh, passed away at the age of forty-six. Um, friends and fans became concerned for her on Wednesday, September the 1st, when she went public on Instagram with some of her battles on social media. She posted a fairly distressing 
um, video on her Instagram Live, didn't she? Um, yeah. Sort of, sort of worried people quite a bit. Police were dispatched to seven of her addresses. Uh, her family um, were able to provide a correct updated address that she'd recently moved to. And yeah, um, well, she, she was discovered uh, deceased at the address by, by law enforcement. Um, Shimmer Wrestling posted the following, announcing the news. Quote, we are sad to have an... We are sad to have to announce the passing of Shannon Spirill, a.k.a. Daphne Unger, a.k.a. Screen Queen Daph. We are posting this at the request of her family. Please respect their privacy at this trying time. I will miss you, my logical sister, another mister. That was by Lexi Fife. Um, yeah. yeah. I mean, it's just, this fucking sucks, doesn't it? There's no, there's it no, there's no real way to, to talk around this. Um, yeah, there was a massive outpouring as well um, of love for Daphne, which, yeah. Uh, I know Mick Foley's, I'd like a lot of really nice things to say about her. Yeah. Um, a lot of a lot of XTNA. Um a lot of XTNA. Um a lot Gail of Kim, Kong, um, Taylor Wilde. Um she went obviously she went heavily with with Abyss, Chris Parks. Yeah. Um and those monster sport matches against Raven and it was it was it was yeah she she, she had such a fantastic like she leaves such a fantastic legacy of, of women's of work in the ring. Yeah she was really before her time as well and she's she influenced like so many women's wrestlers you see today. Yeah, like Shotty Blackheart posted a big thing saying that she yeah. was heavily influenced by her. Yeah, um, she was awesome. I love Daphne. Yeah. Um, uh, yeah, rest in peace. Absolutely. Um, you mentioned Awesome Kong there. Um, uh, she announced their retirement as well this weekend at uh, NWA Empower. Yep, she came down and joined um, Gail Kim in the ring, obviously. Um, the only yeah. way, for, the only way for it to really go out would be next to Gail it, Kim. It was very cool. Like Gail Kim was about to get a beat down, and uh, Kong came down and like cleared the ring and then retired. Uh, yeah, um, calling time on her nineteen-year career. Yeah, and another massively influential women's wrestler. Give us and, the third uh, series of blow, you cowards! Do it, cowards! Um, yeah. Uh, also, um, Empower. Just a, a little note on that. Big shout out to that because that show like had people talking. It sounds like it was awesome. I haven't finished watching it all yet, um, but what I have seen was very fun. Uh, and Mickey James did a great job there. Yeah, yeah. It's, it was a big. Sound like a bit like a, a real sea change moment. Like it's got a lot of people talking about women's wrestling in, in very positive ways, which is which is great to see. Yeah, <clears throat> there's a lot of um, a lot of women who have been sort of around. Uh, like bigger companies like WWE, AW, and then there's a lot of women who are like just like homegrown. Uh, Tony Khan also uh, said he he paid his women to appear on the show. That's cool. Yeah. So he actually paid for their for them to appear on the show. Yeah, which is, is awesome. Yeah, right. So next up, uh, stick uh, keeping with NWA, they have announced their next pay per view, Hard Times Two, will take place on December the fourth. Uh, the last NWA Hard Times was the NWA TV title tournament, which saw absolute Rick Starks defeat new NWA world champion Trevor Murdoch in the finals. Yeah, that was a really that's a really good show as well. Um, I love a good tournament, and it was it was this kind of moment I really like became a big Ricky Starks fan. Yeah, if I, if anyone doesn't know, we I do. <laughs> you might have you might have a little thing for Ricky Starks. I, I, I'm, I enjoy Ricky Starks match every now and again. Um, but yeah, this was the this was the show where I went. Okay, yeah, Ricky Starks is fucking awesome. Um, and yeah, go go back and watch it because it's very good. Um, <clears throat> on August the twenty fourth, Ring of Honor have announced that 
former Ring of Honor champion Roosh suffered a knee injury at ROH Glory by Honor, where he teamed with Dragon Lee against Bandido and Ray Horus. Um, on Tuesday, it was reported that Roosh had undergone emergency surgery and Ring of Honor uh, since put out a statement on the matter saying that he will be out of action until 2022 following his surgery. Uh, speedy recovery for Roosh. Yeah, this also, this also absolutely sucks and is further proof that Andrade is cursed because he was talking about wanting to bring Roosh to AEW, wasn't he? Don't, don't do it. Don't do it. Well, it's, I mean, Roosh is not long signed a new contract with Ring of Honor, I don't think. As well. Yeah. yeah but Andrade's got that Rick Flair money, mate. He can make it, he can make it happen. It's true. You've got flare money. Yeah, yeah. Wish, uh, wish Roosh speedy recovery. And uh, he was, was, was he involved in the PWG stuff as well? Roosh wasn't. Um, I, in fact, no, Dragon D wasn't either, actually. Neither of them were. Um, Bandido was, wasn't he? Bandido was, and Ray, Ho- Ray Horus was. Wasn't, I don't think, this time around. But he, he has been at PWG. It doesn't matter because Malachi Black and Breaking are going to murder them all. So it doesn't matter. They're, they're on the same team. Well, it's still going to murder them. Bandido. It's going to do a bad murder on Aflamita and Black Taurus, though. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, keeping with um, actually, this is some New Japan news, uh, Will Ospreay has revealed on his Twitter that he has tested positive for COVID-19 uh, despite being double vaccinated. However, he is apparently experiencing very mild symptoms and is otherwise fine. Yeah, um, he's having a bit of a run of bad luck this year as well, isn't he? Yeah, well, the title's just cursed, isn't it? <laughs> you know? it yeah, just come, just come back from... Um, a broken, a literal broken neck. A literal broken neck. Um, yeah, and now he's got COVID-19. He's, he's only just come back to the UK as well, hasn't he? Yeah. Because he's, he's wrestling on the 19th of September. Shouldn't have wrestled that cheeky now, doesn't he? Shouldn't have. Shouldn't have indeed. Should have got delivered. Bring it to you. It's fine. <laughs> Delivery, mate. What, what, what if out of spice he just goes to a NXT UK to the BC Sports Studios and just starts coughing on people? <laughs> okay. Um. Yeah, I, I, I don't, I don't know. Uh, speedy recovery, will. Um. Moving on, uh, more New Japan news. Uh, Taiji Ishimori has been announced for GCW Get Lost a Lot, which will also feature. Minoru Suzuki versus Homicide. Jesus Christ. The, the Minoru Suzuki US Mayor tour sounds better than the G1 this year, which... Yeah, which is crazy. It's crazy. He's just going around murdering upstart, young upstarts and, like, legends at the same time. Um, yeah, so, that, I mean, that'll be fun. That's going to be a good, a good laugh, isn't it? Yeah. Uh, speaking, of G- speaking of GCW, last night was their big War Games, the Art of War Games event. We've got a few... There's a few things to talk about on that. Uh, most notably, um, a wild John Moxley appeared. Yeah. So John Moxley appeared answering Macadona's open challenge and ba- basically beat him for the world title. This this was awesome. Um, so it was it was a really cool callback to when Macadona attacked Nick Gage. Yeah, because well, he attacked uh, Nick Gage like pretending to be John Moxley, didn't he? Yeah, he was dressed as a druid. So John Moxley came out dressed as a druid and but- basically recreated him. Yeah, hit him, hit him with a paradigm shift, but this time it was John Moxley. Yeah, and then he, he revealed it was him uh, and then hit a paradigm shift on a load of light tubes on Matt Cutter, don't it, and won the GCW title. Yeah, um, so interestingly as well, he will defend the title finally against Nick Gage in a death match on the 9th of October. That's, uh, that's going to be 
that, that's that's also part of uh, Minoru Suzuki's US Mandatory, isn't it? So yeah. that's gonna be a hell of a show. There's a possibility Minoru Suzuki could challenge the winner of that match. Jesus Christ. We live in a world where we might get Minoru Suzuki versus Nick Gage. But one person you won't see in a deathmatch on that show will be Deathmatch Daddy Ricky Shane Page. No. After, after he took a fucking bump off a scaffold, threw a load of light tubes on a table, he announced that last night was his final deathmatch of whatever, and he will no longer be doing deathmatches going forward. He will still be wrestling, but he will no longer be wrestling in deathmatches going forward. I have a feeling that he's been signed by AW. You think Ricky Shane Page is all lit? I, th- I do think Ricky Shane Page is all lit because he's been shown more and more up on Dark. He showed up with Moxie. He showed up with Moxie this week, didn't he? Um, he wrestled the six-man, I think, with Chaos Project. Yeah, for the, against, that's for this week's Dark. Yeah, against Moxley, Kingston and Derby, maybe? I mean, oof. Oof. This means we're not going to see him back in Liverpool. Well, he only does death matches when he comes to Liverpool, so probably, mate. Yeah, it's a shame. It's a, it's a very big shame. It's, a, it's a rich game page. Does it mean I've got to burn my Deathmatch Daddy t-shirt? No, it doesn't. You wear that with pride. <laughs> um, speaking of back to New Japan now, uh, New Japan have announced that Wrestle Kingdom 16 will take place over three nights, uh, January the 4th, 5th, and 8th. Um, it's such a weird like, Why? Why wait three days for the final night? Well, I'll tell you why. Because the fa- uh, the nights one and two will be held in the Tokyo Dome, whereas uh, January the 8th event will be held at the Yokohama Arena. WrestleMania 2 intensifies. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, ba- basically, I don't know if the Yokohama Arena is in Tokyo or not, or if it's... Let's if find it's out. Like, Let's find out together. You, you do a little Google search now while I, I filibuster. Um, but, yeah, I don't know where if it's in Tokyo or not, uh, but... Either way, that maybe it's maybe uh, well, it's, it's just, like, this might surprise you, Jay. But the Yokohama Arena is, is Yokohama. located in Yokohama, Japan. Yeah, I it has, just a, ca- it has a capacity of seventeen thousand, and is modelled after Madison Square Garden. Oh, sick! How far away is it from um, from uh, Tokyo? Is it? Is it, um, it doesn't seem to be too far. It's so Yokohama is the second largest city in Japan by population. Yeah. It lies on the Tokyo Bay, south of Tokyo. So, oh. yeah. Interesting. Um, there you go. A so, little, little, yeah. little, little bit of geography for you with the news. Cause we, May, cause we love maybe it. maybe it's on the 8th because the Akada Cruise is coming back and they're all going to get it down together. Jer- so, the Jericho Cruise is going to go storm right in. No, not the Jericho Cruise, mate. The Akada Cruise. <laughs> better. Akada dressed as an actual pirate. Will Osprey and Jericho are going to ride out together, bring, bring uh, in uh, Nando, uh, and they're going to open the first branch of Nando's in Japan together. Uh, Akada was waiting for people when they came on the ship, dressed as an actual pirate. That's incredible. And he also, he also wore wore a really banging suit and like took pictures with people in it, like as they got on the boat. Top top ladder card, right? Top ladder card, little Kazu. Bless him. He's my favorite. All right, so a bit more New Japan shizzle for you. Um, Speaking and well, before Wrestle Kingdom, we have the G1. And they announced the lineup for this year's G1. So block A is Kota Ibushi, Tomohiro Ishii, Toriyano, Tetsuya Naito, Shigo Takagi, Zack Sabre Jr., Great Okan, Kenta, Tango Loa, and Jujiro Takahashi. And the B block, uh, B block is Hiroshi Tanahashi, Kazucha Okada, Hiroki Gotu, Yoshihashi, Sonada, 
Taichi, Jeff Cobb, Evil, Tamatonga, and Chase Owens. Well, um, this further confirms that Minoru Suzuki's US Mayor Tour is much better than the G1 this year. There's some, that... big, there's, there's some big names missing there, isn't there? No Jay White, no Juice Robinson, no Minoru Suzuki. No, no Dave Finley. No Dave Finley. No Will Ospreay. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I, I know a lot of um a lot of the sort of foreign talent have said that they don't want to be going back and forth to Japan with like the current like state of emergency. There's, COVID. there's, there's been a bit of an exodus to New Japan Strong, hasn't there? In the, in the last couple yeah. of months. Which I mean it's kind of cool because it means that New Japan's strong building, but at the same time, with all like the sort of forbidden door stuff we've got going on at the moment, you're telling me they couldn't have like gone up into like Noah or to yeah. all Japan or Dragon Gate or any other promote or DDT. And I mean it's it's not the best G1 lineup, is it? No, it's not. I mean there's gonna be some good matches there, like Shingo and Kent is gonna fucking bang. Yeah. Shingo and Ishii is gonna absolutely slap. Shingo and Coast is gonna be fucking awesome. And Jeff um, Cobb and Tamatonga will be fun. We get Cobb and Akada again after they just tore Cobb the fucking Akada again. We're getting Akada Tanahashi for the first Akada time. Akada Tanahashi, yeah, that's gonna that's gonna rule. Tanahashi versus Jeff Cobb will be awesome. Um, but yeah, it, it's just I don't know. It's like there's a lot of names in there as well, like God being in it. Yeah, Yujiro Takahashi being in it. Great Okan, Chase fucking Owens, Christ alive. <laughs> um, it and it, it the thing is as well he could have easily like took some of this like some of the junior heavyweight talent that are really good and gone okay we'll put them in it yeah but it just feels very stale and yeah I'm I'm a bit meh as I say especially when on the Suzuki mayor that's all we're getting Minoru Suzuki versus De- Davy Williams Minoru Suzuki versus Daniel Garcia Minoru Suzuki versus Homicide. Yeah. Minoru Suzuki possibly versus Nick Gage if the, the stars align. Oh, um, there is another one as well. Um, that I was like, oh yeah, that, that's going to... Um, oh, Minoru Suzuki versus Calvin Tankman. Minoru yeah. Suzuki versus Anthony Henry. So there's a lot of really banging matches there that Suzuki's having that we could have got. in. Uh, we could have got if they just fucking... I don't know. Pull the finger out. Even, even the, the other thing they could have done, seeing as they're bringing talent over the US, just hold the fucker in the US. Yeah. Then they, then they can get AW guys. Then they can get CM Punk in the fucking G1. Then they can get Daniel Bryan, Bryan Danielson, whatever you want to call him. Adam Cole, baby. Yeah. But yeah, it's a really underwhelming G1 lineup this year. And it's a shame. But there's, there'll still be a lot of fucking absolute fire matches on there. Like, let, lest we forget how good some of these guys are. Um, and finally, um, some awesome, awesome news. Um, I know it's close to your heart, Big Tasty, this one. Um, former TNA commentator Don West has announced on Twitter that he's gone into remission from cancer. Yeah. Um, so he said he's had eight weeks of chemotherapy and 13 radiation therapy treatments. And yeah, he's yeah. officially in remission, which is excellent news. Yeah, what a guy. Loved on West. Really, really underrated commentator. <clears throat> yeah. It, when he is his heel turn in TNA is so good. Yeah. The promo he cuts is amazing. 
It was excellent. Yeah, really, really good there. Good news that. And uh, hope to see. I mean, I, I know he doesn't really do much wrestling stuff anymore, does he? But it would be nice to see him maybe just make an appearance at Impact just to yeah, commentate on just, it. Just to come back for the for the yeah. for the feel goods, basically. Yeah, even if it's just like as a cursory gesture on like uh, not slammiversary because we've just done that one. Uh, Bound for glory. Yeah. Just have him show up, just commentate on a match. Do like give him the little JR JR wheel him out. Uh, be nice. But yeah. Um very, very good news. Uh awesome, awesome, awesome news indeed. Uh, and yeah, that's that's all of the news. Um got we got we had no takers on the mailbag, but I think I'm kind of glad about that because my throat's killing me from Yeah, that was a lot of news. All that talk and that yeah, it it's always when it's me and you, there's a shit ton to break down. <laughs> Last time we did it was me and you, it was like the week punk Brian and fucking Cole were all like happening, wasn't it? I'm not saying we make the um, news, but you know. We are the news. <laughs> yeah, thank you very much for joining us. Uh, if you want to give us some hot, hot scoops or ask us a question, you can over on Discord at Untitled Rest Pod. Uh, follow us on Twitter, uh, Facebook, Untitled Rest Pod, Untitled Wrestling Podcast, and Twitch as well, Untitled Rest Pod. Um, we were going to originally do a stream for All Out, but now we're not because Aaron's gone to pub, if you didn't know. And uh, me and you are going to be watching it in mine anyway. Yeah, um, but yeah, we will be chatting about it on our Discord. If you want to join, we'll be in the pay per view chat room talking about what's going on, losing our shit as uh, Adam Cole Bebe shows up, <laughs> hits hits a uh, wheelie user with his last shot for getting involved in a uh, Chris Statlander versus Britt Baker, or come or comes out the ring like the Undertaker in the cage match and just pulls like Nick Jackson on Matt and Nick Jackson underneath, just murders and literally comes out the out of the grave, <laughs> like pulls him to hell. Pentagon and masks, and it's actually Adam Cole. <laughs> light, light, lights go out, Super Dragons in the ring, unmasks it's Adam Cole. Um, hits Excalibur with a curve, some of the lad around his neck. There you go, got one in for the boys. Uh, but yeah, thank you very much for joining us indeed. We will see you next time. Bye. Bye. And now a word from our sponsors. Do you like beer? Of course you do. Do you like wrestling? You wouldn't be here if you didn't. Check out topropebrewing.com, our very own Big Tasties brewery. They do a great deal of wrestling-themed beers, including Cold Stone Cream Austin Ice Cream Pale Ale and Papa Mango Mango Pale Ale also. They also do an array of t-shirts, masks, cans, and mini kegs. Check out topropebrewing.com, or if you live in the Liverpool area, go to the Brew Tap in Bootle. And thatchface.com, where if you've got a minging beard, you can get beard balms, oils, and grooming kits. They also do apparel. If you put whatever you want in your basket, and then go, Aaron, where do you get your discount? You go into the promo code at the bottom, type in UWP20 for 20% off. And proceeds of your purchase do go to test out your cancer charities. <laughs>